Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Leah Koss. How are you, Leah? I'm great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show and taking the time. I love that view. I just, I can't stop looking at it. That's in Vancouver, right? <laughs> well, actually, no, this is Port Moody over here. Uh, looking in this direction, I've got the inlet. So it's right across the street from me. It's a water view. And from here, I can see almost into North Vancouver. It's fantastic. Oh, beautiful. Amazing spot. Um, so tell us more about yourself. Yeah, sure. So my name's Leah and, uh, I guess I've been an entrepreneur for a really long time, or at least connected to entrepreneurs. So I actually sold franchises straight out of college, convincing people when I was only about 23 years old that they should quit their job and start their own business. And smash cut 20-ish years later, I'm now helping kids start their own business. So awesome. ultimately, we all have our own entrepreneur journey, and I'm sure you've had a lot of entrepreneurs share their journey. There's a lot of struggles, a lot of things that we didn't know that we needed to know, and a lot of time that we spent learning things that we didn't actually need to know. We are really focused. I am really focused. My life's mission is to help to better prepare kids for what's actually happening in the world mm -hmm. so that we can create better momentum in the world of not just progress in technology. Gosh knows we're doing a really good job of that, but progress in way of just harmony in the world and creating happy, fulfilled human beings because they found their purpose that much sooner. They have per per, um, perspective of the world around them. They feel like they know where their place is and where they want to be in the world. And they're able to just get going on whatever that is for them. So we've uh, got a couple organizations. One is called Build a Biz Kids. It's a registered nonprofit here in British Columbia. And uh, we help kids literally launch their first business as young as seven years old. And once wow. COVID hit, we ended up creating a, a kind of big sister to it um, by accident. And we've now created something called the Innovators Academy. The idea of that is giving kids perspective. So this classroom has kids from Florida and Texas and British Columbia and Manitoba and all over North America in one classroom working on projects that matter to the world, launching businesses, creating. Wow, that's amazing. Campaigns. Yeah, it's so that's where my life's mission is. And it's truly I'm living completely vicariously through these kids in these classes. It's what I wish I had when I was a kid growing up. <laughs> yeah, so true. We didn't have any of that, you know. I didn't even know about mentors and coaches and all that kind of stuff either. But um, but this is so, that's what got our attention too, is the fact that you're helping kids. Um, and we do in our program for mindset stuff, we have some components like we can do as young as say 10, 11, right? Um, but that's geared towards more about mindset. But this is that you're creating an avenue for them to come up with ideas, like to kind of make them make that, get that spark out of them at such a young age, like seven. And yeah. then from there, imagine what they can do when they get older. Yeah, that's the thing. And, you know, although we're teaching them entrepreneurship, um, I always try to tell parents, we're not trying to create a world filled with entrepreneurs. I mean, with the gig economy and such, we all kind of are learning more and more that we can have complete ownership of what we do for a career. It's not about, I want to be a fireman and, and a lawyer or a doctor or a Starbucks barista. Cause when you think about it, those are the jobs kids know of that and whatever their parents do, right? It's a very small bubble of what they think is possible out there, but we're not teaching kids to be entrepreneurs yes. for life. We're teaching them the skills that entrepreneurship just happens to be a really good teacher of like mm -hmm. resiliency, decision-making, 
teamwork, leadership, collaboration, problem solving and critical thinking, tenacity, um, there's a communication. I mean, the list goes on and on. There's about 70 essential soft skills that we teach kids, as well as things like perspective, which for me, perspective is what can help create fulfillment and peace of mind and a feeling of, of the good kind of control of, oh, I see where I fit into this company. And I don't just show up every day and put my blinders on and just do what they tell me to. I go, yeah. oh, I see how what I do affects them over there and what that department's doing and, and our customers. And I get it. I feel this fulfillment because I can now do my job better and people like working with me more. And, you know, take that microeconomic situation and compare that to where you fit into your community, society. Yeah world, mm -hmm. what you're capable of, what's happening out there. And that's what we're trying to help kids at a very young age, just have a grasp of. Mm -hmm. I feel that whenever we talk about progress in education, so often we're referring to university and college education. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that's because they have the autonomy to be able to say, we're going to start doing this really innovative thing, right? We're going to buy a virtual reality set and, and put this new course in, in our school or whatever the case is. But really, K-12 education, there needs to be a stronger focus. And it's almost become a joke where we go, oh, you know, nothing's changed in the education system. Oh, what do they have to learn this stuff for? And it's become this, like, joke. But in my opinion, if we're going to have kids in 12 years, like, Context, 12 years. Think of what you could do of 12 years of nonstop education, the things you could learn. If after 12 years, these kids are 17 and 18 years old and sitting there going, I feel more lost today than I did when I was in grade five, and I have no idea what I'm going to do in the world. So I'm, I guess I just have to go into college and university because it's like this extra purgatory space I can do, but at least people don't judge me for not doing anything. And I'm going to spend money there and perhaps commit to a four-year program and two years in go, oh, holy smokes, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, and still the whole time, never gaining that perspective, not gaining hands-on experience, not mm -hmm. sampling the world. I mean, let's take those 12 years and make them experiential and, mm -hmm. and exciting and mm -hmm. real and relevant. <laughs> yeah, very true. And then you mentioned about, you know, you're not creating entrepreneurs for everyone. Like you're just giving them the skills that entrepreneurs have, but I still think that's a great thing that you're doing with adding entrepreneurs because that's my, like for me, I want to add as many entrepreneurs as we possibly can. And what you're doing is going to, help the economy in the future because these kids are going to grow up. They're going to want to do business. They're going to do good business because they got training at such a young age. And if you look, you were talking about school systems, the school systems basically globally teach you how to be an employee, to teach you how to be an order taker, to teach you how to be like, a, um, you know, follow the masses. Right. So, having this kind of uniqueness and what you do and I do and all these kind of other people outside the education system, you're kind of waking them up. You know, you're making their awareness more and we're all about awareness. You know, we have infinite potential, but we kind of put it down. We kind of control it with all these systems and processes. But if we actually open their mind up, there's such incredible stuff that can come out of it. It really is. And, you know, when you look at parents out there, they have whatever's going on in their lives and maybe they're doing what they love. You know, people who are listening to this, maybe they've now finally written that book they've always said they wanted to write and they finally figured out that they want to be a coach or start their own business, but they're 30, 
40, 50 years old by the time they make that leap because they didn't realize. Yes. What if a kid could be doing all that stuff at 15 years old and making all the mistakes, which my first business was a crash and fail, like, but it was four years of me trying to keep it on life support and my pride and my ego and not just one business. Well, yeah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's like, you're pretty good. (laughs) The first one scars you the most, I think. Yeah. 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 You always remember that one. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So imagine if they could just do that earlier and take for granted, like, Oh, this is fun. This is tragedy and and I don't have a mortgage yet and I don't have kids I need to worry about and they can start just playing and life needs to be fun it needs to be something that you're playing with and enjoying and each day go oh what what am I going to do today I know there's dice involved I know there's certain things I can't control I'm going to roll the dice and I might get a five or I might get a two but I also I'm, I'm getting to move my player around the board and I get to to see what new problems arise that I can go, ooh, this is a fun game, right? But instead yeah. have this, this limiting belief society, this um, the world is happening to me and at me. And, yeah. you know? and meanwhile, we do have moments of feeling in control, but it's certainly not a societal mentality that, hey, this is just, this is a fun game. There's nothing really serious going on mm-hmm. here unless we want to make it serious or we let mm-hmm. it get to the point of being serious, right? Yeah, it's perception, you know, is how you look at it. And the, the, the good thing is you can control it. It just depends on what you're taking in, what you're emotionalizing, what you're looking at. With that kind of training, they're, they're going to be leaps ahead of time compared to traditional way, right? Like, you know, a lot of people start, thinking about business or entrepreneurship when they're later on, maybe early twenties or, or, or you're seeing it more often. I'm seeing 15 year olds, 14 year olds got in touch with me. Um, 13 year old, this one 13 year old has been doing business for three years and he's um, I got to get him on the show. Actually, that's a good, I have to ask his parents, but he's 30 and he's actually running a social media marketing and I had no idea. So I'm doing presentations, he's doing a presentation, did a meeting and everything. I had no idea that, you know, and then I said, oh, wow. Can you imagine that's like such a young age and he's charging like $1,500 per client, for example, monthly. Um, but he's he's creating, he created something, right? Like that's young age. You're seeing it more now, but before you never would. But with organizations that you're, like yourself, we can even receive even more further, even more adding to the economy, which is, this is amazing. It's incredible. One of the revelations that we had, um, especially during COVID, which is how the Innovators Academy came about. So the difference between Build a Biz Kids and um, BBK Network Innovators Academy is one's a nonprofit focused on just modules and innovation. So we are working on actually virtual reality programs for kids. They can get experiential education in this kind of hands-off you know, don't go outside kind of world that we're we're stuck in right now. But the Innovators Academy, we realized there was so much more we could do. And much like when you ask a parent, hey, what's your, your son or daughter in? And they're like, oh, they're in baseball. Oh, they're in dance. Oh, they're in music, chess, whatever. We were like, why is it that we're offering just like, oh, here's a four-week course, a 10-week course where they start and finish and they've launched a business and then nothing. We're like, there needs to be something where when people say, what is your child? And you go, oh, they're in business. 
And it's the supplementary education that helps to work in collaboration with their education on a day-to-day basis. And the kids go and it's 30 weeks. So it's all year round during the school year. And they just, there's ongoing projects and it's a building upon, and it's realizing that you're never done. Stop trying to go, oh, I will be happy one day when this happens. Yeah, no, you're never when. done. You're never yeah. done. It's an exciting never. ride the whole yes, time, not just once yeah. in a while, right? Yeah, it's like, a, uh, I forgot whose quote, well, I think Napoleon Hill or, <laughs> or uh, um Earl Nightingale, I think one of them, but he says, uh, you know, um, success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So really, that's what it is. You continuously grow. And when I ask people, I say, you know, they say, oh, I'm not successful if I hear some entrepreneur say that. So I, I sit and I go back. I said, I don't like to look at the history. I look at today, now, and, and further, like, future. But this is all the things that you have done to me that even if there's some failure there, that progressive realization is that was your success. You took the leap. You did the work. You took the risk. You took, you know, you tried to create jobs, right? You did the good thing. That to me, I think is success. Oh, yeah. And it's this thing of as well, we have this habit. So we teach a lot about growth mindset as well. Mm. Um, And so much of where growth mindset comes from is the people around you. So your parents, your teachers, the grocery store person that your child interacts with. Um, And so any of our facilitators who interact with kids, we teach them how to actually praise kids. And one of the, the flaws that we've fallen into is praising our child for, oh, you won the race. Good job. Oh, you got the A. Good job. And it's always about the you've arrived. You've arrived based on societal metrics on. Yes. You're now a value now. Right. Yeah. But when we look at essential soft skills, one of the reasons that we're so frustrated with how the current education system works is they need to be able to measure a child in some way. And it's easy with math or science. Either they got it right or they got it wrong. And there's no gray area. So your child is either this smart and this valuable to society at this stage or not. But I personally, if a, if a child doesn't know their multiplication tables, who cares? We're not teaching kids to compete for jobs with AI and robotics, right? Mm -hmm. We need to teach kids why they use it. Yeah, why are you needing this particular type of math? When would you need it? How can you leverage it? And then plug it into the computer and let that thing work for 24 seven. That doesn't need holidays and vacations. That's the future. It really is. And so that means we need to focus on what we call human skills. Those are sometimes deemed soft skills and kind of, you know, the, the, psychology kind of professions but for us we're like they're human skills we need to create better humans not better machines and the problem with those though is you can't measure them and i like to use the example of tony robbins when we talk about never done so you know you might say oh my kid is amazing at communicating my kid is amazing at making decisions or whatever you want to maybe claim that they're good at but it's a threshold It's just like growth mindset. You don't just have a growth mindset or not a growth mindset. It is a spectrum. And it's in different areas that your growth mindset might be. So Mm -hmm. we need to start changing our language of, oh, awesome. You you did so great on public speaking. High five. Instead, we may need to compliment them on the effort that they've put in. Oh, my gosh. Do you see how, like, all that practice? I can really see how that came through in this. Uh Good job. Because if you ask Tony Robbins, do you think you're an incredible speaker? He would say, 
yeah, I mean, I made my living on it. But if you asked him, are you as good as you will ever be as a public speaker? He'll say, no, like there's always so much more I could do. And yet that's the, one of the greatest public speakers of the world that a lot of people would say. So your child is never done and we need to stop praising them like they've arrived at these different milestones and like, oh, you're done there now. You're, you're good in math. You're done. Oh, you're good in, in science. I mean, science is constantly progressing. A child can't even be done in math and science. Those things are evolving. But when it comes to human skills, we need to praise them on their their innovation of it. How yes. they look at it differently, how they've thought about it a little bit differently, how they've put effort in differently today than they did yesterday. And then your child wraps their identity around, I'm the type of kid who does things a little bit differently. I'm the type of kid who spends a little bit more time on something to try multiple ways of getting it done instead of I'm the kid who finishes first. I'm the kid who does it um, the loudest. I'm the kid who always does it right based on this rubric that's been given to me at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you had a really good point that we need the growth as well. And then, you know, as human beings, not robots, like as human beings, we're always for expansion and fuller expression. You know, we need to, we're always needing to grow. You know, that's just the way we are. You know, the kids, when they start crawling, they, they keep trying to walk and they fall. But, you know, you know that, that that's eventually they're going to start walking. It's, it's, it's just the way we are. We just always need to be growing. And uh, to have that mindset, to have that kind of training, to control the robots, the machines, you need to be innovative. You need to have that side. You need to be using your higher mental faculties. You know, you're supposed to, the will, imagination, intuition. you got to strengthen those muscles so much that you're able to control outside circumstance, people like situations, nothing can affect you. If you really have those God-given gifts and you work them out, like you go to the gym in front of the mirror all day, work out these higher mental faculties. You'll, you have no idea where it'll take you. And especially kids, it's fascinating, right? It really is. And thank goodness we're all on a different spectrum. And thank goodness we're all good at coming at things from a different perspective because we need different types of people out there. We don't need a whole bunch of Tony Robbins out there who are good talkers. Just different. It's different, right? And Mm -hmm. we need to embrace that difference, which I know sometimes can hit a nerve for parents because they go, okay, well, my child's really, really creative and they love building and art class, but they really don't like the math and science maybe. Um, And I want to support them as a parent and I see their value, but society doesn't. And what if they fail all those other things that society has put. So it's a really tough battle. Mm. Um, So while, um, you know, education has its place, it is very much. Of course. It's a good foundation. Yeah. But it's not for expansion. I'm saying like you need these kind of creativity. Exactly. Yeah. And it's about hands-on stuff. I mean, I always joke because people say, well, you know, how else could you physically execute school. Um, There was a great video that went viral probably about five, seven years ago about, you know, if Einstein came back today and he looked around, everything would be different except for the education system, right? Kids still show up. (laughs) Yeah, so true. (laughs) Right? And um, it's, it's like, yeah, but like for me, this people think it's out there, but when you really think about it, is it not out there? What if school was instead of kids hopping on a school bus to go to a box and sit in the box, what if the school was the school bus? 
kids get picked up on a school bus and every day the bus drives around and maybe they hang out. It's a, it's one of those old school buses where back in my day, there was actually buses where there was a, a table inside, kind of like if you have a motor home. And yes, got, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, the two facing each other. Yeah. yeah, and every day they're going to a park and they're working in a park or they're visiting a business and taking a tour of a business or a factory. They're going to a science lab. They're going to the museum. They're going to the rec center. They're going, they are just in the world instead of just going to the same box every day. And with Wi-Fi, you can have your technology on the bus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anywhere. Like, Anywhere. let's have the buses be the school. And yeah, mobile. so true. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah, so true. It's, it's just whatever we can do to make some changes. And that's phenomenal what you're doing. And, and I, I really respect what you're doing. Um, for anyone that wanted wants to get in touch with you, just to get the ball rolling as a, as a kid or a parent says, you know what, my kid, let me just get them in this. Um, it's on your website, basically, would they go to the nonprofit one first? Like how, what's the first point of contact? Where, what could they do? Can you give them some guidance? Because I'll, I, I know, I know listeners are going to find a lot of value in this. So I want to make sure we have clear instructions. You bet. So if the BBK Network Innovators Academy, the all year round program where kids just go in, um, the entry age is from eight to 12 years old. And um, we hope that students are with us for at least an average of three years so that they're continuing to progress and to progress. Um, that is at bbknetwork.com. You just go there. Uh, we're now doing pre-registration for the September semester. So feel welcome to, to get on that list. And uh, it has a lot of information on there. We're also going to have a lot of uh, BBK challenges, summer camps, things like that that are gonna be happening in the meantime until we get to uh, the next semester um, enrollment, uh, which is where we, we try to use a lot of the same lingo as an incubator or accelerator. So they're cohorts of students. We try to have them very intermingled. So it's not just all kids from the same area. We want them to have a very diverse classroom. That's one of the benefits of having it as an online classroom. Yes is that we get to have this diversity in there. And then once class is over, then they go off and they work on their projects. They're doing their, their stuff. We also have a safe communication uh, platform so kids can safely communicate with each other in between classes as well. So that's BBK Network, which is the Innovators Academy, bbknetwork.com. Build Them as Kids is really for the families where um, we uh, are really trying to conquer the digital divide. I mean, if COVID has shown us anything, if you do not have access to Wi-Fi or household internet and the actual device to do things on, in my opinion, household Wi-Fi is a human right at this stage because I don't think that there's any program the government could put in place to help a family who is in a vulnerable community in a lower income bracket ever catch up with everyone else. Yeah. The child cannot have household internet. You're keeping them, you're keeping them down, right? That way. Yeah. Even the the adult, you know, we tell them get a job. Well, how? They have to go during the this, this small window of hours at the library and book a computer and only be able to use it for 30 to 60 minutes. And they've got to do all of their applying for jobs, making their resume when they maybe don't even know how to make a resume. And, you know, if you don't think of when you do your most productive work, it's at like yeah. nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, yeah. when the kids are in bed and you're finally able to get some stuff done. You need household Internet. So we also um 
provide laptops and devices to kids at the moment, uh, just due to distribution, it's predominantly in the BC area that we're doing that. And then we also subsidize students through a variety of the Build a Biz Kids programs, which are the shorter courses between four to 10 weeks long. So if there's families that are looking for support to be able to get their child in here, um, definitely go to buildabizkids.com and we'll see what we can do for you. That's awesome. Amazing, amazing stuff. Um, we're, you know, we're going to have all the links in the show notes. So if anybody wants to get in touch with you, they'll be able to conveniently get in touch with you. Um, and again, like I really, really want to thank you for what you're doing as an entrepreneur, what you're doing for people. Um, you know, we just need a lot more of this. So this is amazing. And I want to be, I want to show my appreciation for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. And um, one thing that I also would like to say just to those who are listening, if you have a business, whether it's helping kids or adult entrepreneurs, or you have a product or a service that you think parents of our students would love, we're all about collaboration. In fact, even if you're teaching entrepreneurship to kids, we don't believe in competition. We believe that we're all running in the same direction. Let's just run a lot faster together. Please feel welcome to also reach out to us. We're always looking to collaborate. That's great interesting ways of, of providing value to our community and being able to provide value to your community. That's awesome. That's great stuff. And also, um, do you have, I wanted to ask you, we always ask our guests what their um, inner superpower is. What, is. what got you to this point? Introspection. You know, I try not to dwell on the past, but I do very quickly, like even after this recording, I take a moment and I go, what seemed to land? in this interaction between us? What didn't land as well? What could I have articulated differently? Um, my mouth felt dry. Maybe I need to do something different <laughs> for the next one, right? And it's having yeah. those quick flashpoints of introspection and realizing that you are never done. You're never done and it's never right. There's no such thing as perfection. There's no yes. such thing as done. Yeah. Enjoy the growth and the evolution. And boy, does it take the pressure off. It, but it took a long time for me to know that. I was in this mindset of I have to be perfect today. Yeah. People might find out that I'm not and then they don't want to work with me anymore. I'm a I was the same way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us are. I think yeah. Are. And it yeah, takes I was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Because you always think you, you want to, you, because you have this itch to do everything so amazingly, like just, it's just a human nature thing. You just want to, you just want to, whatever you do, you want to rock it. Yeah. You want to, yeah. Yeah. I want to get, but there's no getting there, you know, just realize the best moment to work on anything that you're working on is now. Yes. Just concentrate on now and you'll be fine. Don't worry about that tomorrow. A thousand days in a row being excited to wake up in the morning than to have a thousand days of waiting and mm. feeling not good enough yeah. only to maybe win that lottery, you know, a thousand days from now and have a, one really good day. Um, because much like, you know, oh, I've been saving up and I finally got the car that I wanted. You drive yeah. it for a week and it's old news. You're, you now know, you've now got the next thing that you're going, oh, it's going to take another thousand days to get to the house that I really yeah. want. You know, it's, it's tiring and it's yeah, tiring. waking up and just loving everything that's around yeah. you is so much more pleasurable. 
Yeah, it's so true. It comes down to mindset too, right? The whole thing is that you just have to know that it's going to be okay. Just work on what you got to work on today, and 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 do your best you can, and you'll progress. You know, and you'll do you'll do good. And anybody that's thinking about getting into business, hurry up. We need you. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Leah, and I wish you a great day. And uh, you'll receive an email with all the information once it goes live. And thank you again. 